such a good old boy Never meaning no harm Beats all you never saw Been in trouble with the law Since the day they was born Straightening the curve This episode in our cold beers are brought to you by our friends over American Offshore. They are the industry standard for custom marine grade products for all year make model boats. American Offshore is the home of the baddest and hardest custom dashes, electronic switch panels, bait well, live well lids, and really just anything that's acrylic on your boat. Their products are designed and manufactured right here in the USA. They also carry some stock items for specific year make model boats and they even make and they can even make you a badass custom license plate for your boat trailer, vehicle, or whatever. Take your idea to them and they'll turn your idea into a reality. Go support this small veteran-owned company by visiting their pages. Check out at American Offshore on Instagram, American Offshore Fishing on Facebook, and visit their website at www.americanoffshorefishing.com and use the hard use the code Hardwood Boys for five percent off. You can also call Michael at 855-506-B O A T. That's boat. Hard. I mean, beer opens or something. Hardwood Boys, episode ninety-seven. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. What, what's up with the beard? It makes your hands look huge. I know, it's my new thing. I'm drinking these 8-ounce Michelob Ultras. I mean, because it <laughs> makes me look giant. You know what else it makes makes look bigger? What's that? I mean, besides my hand and everything else. My my larger Michelob Ultras. <laughs> what did you think the, I was doing? Big, what did you think I was unzipping? I was not sure. I was unzipping my ice chest for y'all. I was not sure. I wasn't going to start the podcast being that dirty. <laughs> it does make my... It makes everything look bigger. You know? Hey, so. what, what movie... There was a movie with a dude, and they were making fun of his, his little hands. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't have is. especially little hands. No, but so I don't want people on the podcast to think I got little tiny hands. It, it, the the little can makes your makes, hand look a lot bigger. It makes kind of like thing. how mine looks on a big can. Well, yeah, your hands are giant hands, so <laughs> you can probably palm a regular basketball. Absolutely, I can. If if my fingers are a little sticky, I can barely palm them, but I can palm like a soccer ball. I can't right. palm a regular NBA size basketball. In, no. in in the in the youth years, I can get up up to the rim up there. And, really, yeah. I touched the rim twice, but I could never dunk. <laughs> That's why I touched the rim twice, but I could never dunk. And I could jump. I was a jumper, but I I couldn't dunk. I mean, I'm five eight. You know, I couldn't. Right. Dunk. The right. only the, the most impressive guy I ever saw was like Spud Webb. We right. all know he He's was like five he, one or five. No, two. I think he was like five six. But for for a pro basketball player. Five six is that tiny. Fly. So he's two or three inches shorter than me, and he could jump and dunk. I had a we had a guy in college named Kenyon Burton, and uh, or Kenya Burton, and he was shorter than me. He was like five six, five seven maybe. Spud Webb five six. Yeah. So I don't know how I remember information like that. I just remember random crap. But yeah, Kenya Kenya Burton in college, he he was like that. He was uh, like five six, five seven. So a little bit shorter than me, and he could dunk a basketball like Michael Jordan. I mean, he could, it did, he could be standing flat-footed and just jump 
I mean, his, his muscle structure was built so differently than mine or most human beings. Mm-hmm. Um, he could just jump. And he could fly. I mean, he was the only person I've ever seen tear his quadriceps just by running. Wow. I mean, he was so fast that he ripped his own quad. Wow, that's crazy. By running. And it rolled up in his leg. You know, I mean, they had to cut his pants off. I remember it was during a game, football game. And they had to cut his pants off. And it, there was just a bulge right there. You know, it rolled up. His quad rolled up in his in his leg. And it's, it's tough. I know a dude who, it happened to his bicep. Oh. He, he reached to grab. And it ripped. And when he pulled... It, mm. it detached and, and balled up right mm. there. Yeah, that's that's painful. That's got to be painful. And then a buddy of mine that uh, at Brad Rhodes, he was um, he was working out. He's doing benches, mm-hmm. and he tore his pec. Really, just here, ripped it. Just, just and it rolls up yeah. in there. That's yeah. I, I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm not. No. I don't have the mental strength to rip my own muscles. I mean, I have torn muscles, right. like torn parts of them, not totally rip them off their the tendons or ligaments that is holding them on. Well, I mean, that's like the, we've got the Braves game on and, and the yeah. So TV. we're talking sport, and Brandon's not here, so we're we're talking sports. We're at a new location tonight. Oh yeah, talk I mean, about yeah. Sorry, we jumped in without even talking about what's going we're, on. We're sitting um, at the Island Bar. Mm-hmm. At, at the McDonald residence, first time. Yeah, yeah. So we got the Braves game on mute back here in the background, and and we're talking about injuries. You know, one of their best pitchers last year, Soroka. Okay. Um, was pitching. I was watching the game, and he pitched, and and do his little dribbler, and he went to go field the dribbler, and when he went to take off. You can see the back of his leg just rip. Rip it, ripped his Achilles. He, he tore his Achilles. Yeah, I've seen and, that. I mean, it was it was it was pretty, pretty crazy. Yeah, because you know, I'm watching it live. You and know? that that stinks for a guy like that who's making millions of dollars. Which I I mean, he's already made millions. Well, he's just a rookie, like like second year. So but I mean, he probably he, had, he had, made some money. Yeah, but he not made a lot. some. He, but yeah, you make a million or two million your first year. But then you rip your Achilles and might probably never gonna maybe never gonna oh, pitch no, again. Pitch again. Yeah. Really? Yeah. They put it he, back together. He's, he's rehabbing right now. Okay, but um, he still hadn't made it back. No, they had he to might do, not be himself. They had to do a clean out surgery because um, he was having a little discomfort, so they yeah. had to clean up. They got some scar tissue. But you never know because it gets in your head. Any injury like that, that that's what's impressive mm-hmm. with any pro athlete that comes back from those kind you of injuries. You can look at uh, is Gordon Hayward. Yeah. Playing for the Boston Celtics. First game, like three or four years ago, I don't know when it was, and he literally folded his leg in half. Yeah. I mean, and just, it was yeah. bad, like that Prescott did last year. Yeah, that's still. That's, but we haven't seen if he can make it back. He's, he's going to be playing. Yeah, we're going to see. Yeah. I mean, he's so, going to play. I mean, we'll look at Alex Smith. Oh, I know. But he quit after this year, right? Well, He retired. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, no. But he, I mean, was, he was older anyways. Yeah, but his was like a. Yeah, that was bad. Joe Theismann type. Yeah, that's bad. Like, yeah. yeah, he had like seventeen additional surgeries or something just to get the infection out. Yeah, so that was awesome. He came back this year and had a good year, made some money. But for him to retire was probably the right thing to do. Yeah. Make your money, 
you can, you know, whatever he made this year as a starting quarterback in the NFL, he probably made pretty good money. Oh, yeah, I would assume. And that most of us could live off of for the rest of our lives. Absolutely. You know, one or two million dollars and you're 22 and you're spending money a lot, that's not that, going to last you. No, no. But if you're a 40-year-old, 35-year-old man, already with wife and kids, probably settled down like he was, you make six or seven million like he probably did this year. You could, I could live off of. I could live off of that. He probably, got, he probably got more than that. Probably, probably. I would assume. I would think so too. What, what's that list that you have over there? Yeah, we just jumped right in. So I wanted to talk about the podcast a little bit, the right. Hardwood Boys I Podcast that we've been doing for a year now. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to talk about some stats that we have. Now I'd like to have more downloads than we have, but we're doing okay. But I wanted to just let everybody know. That we are in 29 countries. That's I don't know pretty, if you knew pretty that. Pretty cool. Most people wouldn't assume Hardwood Boys is right. in, has been listened to in at least 29 countries that has been recorded. And I wanted to go through the list because if there are people in these countries that are listening to us, I want to give them a shout out. Yeah, it might be one person that's listening to us, and I want to give them a shout out. I mean, it's it's we're around the world. Absolutely. So, uh, and it goes worldwide. This, worldwide. Prestige worldwide. <laughs> worldwide. Boats and O's. Boats and O's, always. <laughs> so I'm going to go through the list. If you hear your country on there, check us out on Facebook. Let us know who you are from that country. And, we'll talk and, about you. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll say totally your name will. on the podcast. Yeah, we might even send you a T-shirt if it doesn't cost an arm and a leg just to send it out there. <laughs> right. I don't know where we're sending it. But okay, I'm going to go through the list, and it goes in order from how many to the least. You know, So the first one is the United States of America. Of Obviously. course, we have a bunch of people here. UK, United Kingdom. England. Yeah. India is number three. Germany is number four. Brazil, number five. Canada, number six. Japan, number seven. Philippines, number eight. France, number nine. You would never guess who would be number 10 on the list of Hardwood Boys listeners. I mean, European yeah. country? Uh, I, could, I couldn't even. It's Middle Eastern country, probably. I, I don't even know if I'm going to pronounce the name right. But I'm going to well, try. It's got to be something similar to like Pakistan. Yeah, it's got Istan at the end. Oh, so that's, that's a European country then. Right? Is it, Eurasia. Uh, Eurasia, Asia, yeah. Middle East. Um, so there's no way you're guessing. I mean, if you, I mean, maybe you will. I don't know. Maybe you're that smart. <laughs> maybe maybe you're a savant. You just can read what's on this paper from across the room, and I'm holding it up. Uzbekistan. You got it. How the hell did you know? You read, you read it off the reflection of the mirror behind you. He just did. He read it off the reflection. Uzbe- Uzbekistan. That's it. Uzbekistan. Is that how you say it? Uh, I, that's how I would say it. So if we're pronouncing it wrong, please text us or, or Facebook us. Not text us, but Facebook us, Instagram us. I don't even know how you do that. But Uzbekistan is number 10 on our list. That's cool. And then we got Austria. Lithuania, the Netherlands, Norway, Sweden, Australia. I like that. Good day, mate. Say good eye, might. Quickly. Good, good eye, might. <laughs> my daughter taught me that. Good eye, might. Good eye, might. Just say good so, eye, might. Whoever from Australia is going to be listening is like them stupid fools from South. That's great. So yeah, so that's that's how my daughter said to to speak Australian. Good eye, might. If you look at it on paper, it's just good eye, might. But if you say it 
quickly. Good eye, mate. So that's that's sorry if we're making fun of Australians. We're not. We love y'all. I do want to go to that country. That's on my bucket list to go to that country and maybe hang out with a kangaroo. And Parker Schnabel goes there a lot. Yeah, he did. Yeah. I watched that episode. Yeah. I liked um, what was her name that took him around. I don't remember. I, I like what was her, it wasn't. I kept thinking it was her name in his name because it was a one name thing. It was like not Parker. His name's Parker, but hers was like Shelby or something. Not Shelby. I don't know. Shelby was from the the swamp loggers or something. You know, remember Shelby? Mm-mm. You don't? You never Mm-mm. watched swamp logging? Mm-mm. Okay. Okay, that Australia was whatever number. And then we got Indonesia. Then we got Ireland. Then we got Thailand. Then Turkey. Then Finland. Ghana. Guatemala. Hong Kong, which is not a country by itself. That's a city, but it's in China. So we are actually in China. But if if you know the history of China, China's a communist country that doesn't allow their people to even listen to the internet or anything. So, But Hong Kong, they have a treaty. I think England came in and helped them get a little bit more freedom. They've always had a little bit more freedom, and they let them have it in Hong Kong. But I think China's kind of ratcheting down on that freedom. So hmm. if you're in Hong Kong, thank you for listening. Send us a Facebook message if you can. Um, we appreciate you listening. Keep spreading the word in Hong Kong. Italy. Then we got Mexico. You would think Mexico would be higher on the list, but... Um, okay. Um, Nepal. That's where Mount Everest is, yeah. isn't Yeah, so we got people probably on Mount Everest listening to our podcast as they're climbing. <laughs> Gives them motivation. They're at the, they're at the summit Some, listening, listening to the Harbor so, so, I mean, really. Should, should I make this climb or should I jump off this mountain? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, man. <laughs> Just let us know. We'll put it on. The, we'll talk about it on the Harbor Boys. Send us a pic if you're on Mount Everest. And then South Korea, which is cool. And then Taiwan. That was our 29 countries that we're in. That's uh, that's pretty. That's, that's a pretty impressive little list there. It is. It's crazy to me that that many people around the world would look up Hardwood Boys and at least give it a listen once. I wonder how many of those people know somebody who's listened to our show and like, hey. How does word spread? Yeah. You mean? Like, yeah. yeah, I'm interested in that too because we've never advertised. We've never right. put it out there. It just spreads from maybe some weird person is looking up hardwood boys. I mean, I, I get how people could find it on accident and not be our clientele or, you know, our customers right. and might listen to it. So I get that. But really, I don't, I don't know. I don't know how it could spread around the world. How did, how did COVID spread so fast? <laughs> I mean, we, we won't talk about that on the podcast. <laughs> Just saying. Um, things spread around the country these days, around the world these days, so quick because of, uh, yeah, just the communication uh-huh. lines are so fast. <laughs> also, I hate to take up half our podcast oh, or more, more than half. States, the United States of America, we got the most amount of downloads. That makes sense. We are from the United States of America. But we have 45 states so far. We are still missing four states, five states. My math was wrong, sorry. We're missing five states. Um, we are missing Hawaii. So, we, I mean, there's people that hunt pigs in Hawaii. Well, there's a lot of fishing. And definitely fishing, yeah. Not our kind of fishing. We don't catch big blue marlins and stuff. But we, I mean, we could. You've got to go a long out. ways out there. Yeah, the people do catch marlin around here, but not close to here. Um, so Hawaii, we don't have. Idaho, we don't have. 
I'm surprised about. Montana, we don't have. Iowa, and then New Hampshire. So one of our biggest states is uh, New York, really. And New Hampshire's up in the Northeast. We got got people in Maine and in Vermont, which is, and New Jersey, which surrounds uh, New Hampshire, but nobody in New Hampshire. So spread the word, Mm -hmm. people. We need we need some New Hampshire. We need some Iowa. We need some uh, Montana, Idaho, Idaho, and Hawaii. Yeah. yeah. So, I, I in in a year, I'm impressed with what we've gotten so far. Uh, yeah. We we without what's our, what's our number one state? Mississippi. Mississippi is definitely our number one state. I think number two is Georgia. South Carolina's got to be close. South Carolina's pretty good. New York is good. California. Good. Well, it's because there's big population. Here. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's why it spreads. Like COVID, it spreads right. in those big cities. There's more people in New York City than in yeah. Mississippi, like four times over. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so Georgia, but New York, California are big. Texas is starting to get big. Alaska, not many, but I'd like you know they're so cut off from everybody. But, right. Um, I'd like more in Alaska. I'd like more everywhere. So. Yeah, I think we're doing a good job. Uh, yeah, some of our podcasts are not the best when we talk about sandwiches the whole time. <laughs> Look, maybe maybe we can send uh, Rick Ness from Gold Rush. You know, yeah. he's, always, he's always wearing mm. like like t-shirts and stuff. Maybe we can send them some Hardwood Boy stuff, and maybe yeah. they'll start listening to it to, it, to wear. Like, <laughs> it, we'll be on on Discovery Channel on Friday nights. That would be freaking Hard, awesome. Hardwood well, Boy. you know, they unless you sponsor the show, they, they put tape over it or something. Yeah. If you've seen those shows, oh, they yeah. put tape over the hats, uh, which I understand. I yeah. get that. Yeah. Now, do you know about Rick Ness? Have we talked about this? Mm-mm. I watched something on. I guess it was Gold Rush or something. It was a, just a, a deep dive into Rick Ness. I just thought he uh, met uh, Parker and started working for Parker and they were buddies or something. No, Rick Ness was a professional bass player, like a stand-up bass for a a band. I don't know who the band was, but he traveled the world. Traveled, like Europe, made a living doing it and loved it. Everything he did, he did great. He was was kind of an off-the-wall kind of guy. His family did like uh, big equipment type stuff. And they still do. His brother, his dad, they own this company that does big equipment stuff. So he learned how to use big equipment in high school and stuff with them. But then after high school, he went, I think he played football or something. He played college football for one year. Yeah, and he hurt himself. And then he went into playing bass somehow for a professional band and making money doing that and doing well. Like, this man was doing great. And then, I don't, I think Parker heard the band or somehow talked to him or some it's something happened and to where he got word from Parker that Parker wanted him to come work for him or you know so he Parker had uh, Rick come out and the first job he had him do was they were trying to make a bridge over this uh, road so he was using like a tractor trailer uh, trailer to pull across a bridge and he left Rick he's like Rick I need this done and Rick was in a big excavator, and, and Parker had to go to school, you know? Right. And he left Rick there. Rick couldn't solve the problem. He kept breaking cables. He kept messing up stuff with the, for, with the, the excavator. And then uh, eight hours later, 
Parker shows up and it's not done. And Rick's like, I, I freaking failed. I'm never going to, he's never going to let me work for him. I couldn't even get this job done. And he's explaining to Parker all the problems he had. And Parker said, hold on. Within 10 minutes, Parker had it done. And Rick, <laughs> Rick was like, I'm done. I'm done. Why, why would he keep me around? Right. I don't, I don't know what I'm doing, you know? And Parker liked him and kept him around and then ended up making him a crew chief or yeah, boss or whatever, mine boss. Yeah, yeah. mine foreman. So, yeah, his story is so much bigger than just working for Parker. And it was lucky that Parker even kept him because huh. he could have fired him that first day. He should have been fired. Right. First. He couldn't get the job done at all on his own. And Parker did it in 10 or 15 minutes. And Parker was an 18-year-old kid. Yeah. Par- so, Parker, you know, he, he can he can operate some equipment. And he can run a business. I, I, I'm not saying I'm a big fan of Parker's. He, well, he, he, he was a kid at the beginning. He's an operator. But yeah. He's got to learn a little bit of, of people's skills. Leadership right. skills. Yeah. yeah, but I think he is learning. Yeah, like, and that's like, what, yeah, it's great about that show. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you, we growth. have literally, if you watched Gold Rush from the beginning, and I mean, I have, Parker has grown mm-hmm. up right before your eyes. 100%. You saw him. Yeah. I remember when he yelled at his grandpa that first year. I was so mad at him. I wanted to punch him in the face through the TV. Yeah. Why would you yell at your grandpa and yell at all those old men that have been running that plant forever? And he knows. He, he looked back at it and he apologized. And that was stupid. He was a 16, 17-year-old kid mm-hmm. that his grandpa let run the mine. Uh, yeah. And he's done that on his own crew. So he does have a, a problem with people. You know, when when you're communicating, communicating, and I've learned that as as trying to be a boss where I am, I, I I've I've gotten mad at people when they deserve me to be mad, but you don't need to turn it into them being fired. You need them still to love their job if you want them to give a hundred percent, right? As a boss, so sometimes you need to sit back and be the adult in the situation. And when you're 17, dealing with millions and millions of dollars, how, you know, it's going to be tough. Oh, yeah. And his mom kicked his butt many times. His oh, dad yeah. came in and helped him many times. But he has, for him to go from where he was to being one of the top gold bosses, you know, finders in the world mm-hmm. in a short period of time, that's impressive. I mean, he's, he's Tony he, Beats plus. He knows his stuff. There's yeah. no denying that. Yeah. He's so, and that's crazy that we got on the on the gold rush, <laughs> but just, just go through. Yeah, it's all, all trying trying to get our name out there with Rick Ness. Well, yeah, Rick Ness, talk, we, Parker Schnabel. Still on the gold rush. Do you have you been watching the one that's on right now? Mm-mm. It's Day Turns Lost Mind. I watched a little bit of that. You know, he, he, those guys he he let them buy into the company. Yes, I remember so watching the like beginning of that. 5% yeah. of the yeah. company. Well, Jesse, the old guy in the gold room, died. Okay. He had a massive yeah. heart attack and died. Really? Yeah, like, on, like the, on the show. Yeah. I mean, it was on the show, like oh, really? two episodes, three episodes ago. Oh, I, yeah. I, I cut my I mean, cable off about a month ago. They so didn't I'm They didn't show him die, yeah. die, but I mean, you know, he goes like, yeah. like their code was uh, duff, 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 which means go to the little muster point, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but he he passed away, which I thought was really cool. The, that way in that they did, yeah, with all the dirt because they had put him in a in a rock hauler, a dirt hauling truck, and so all that dirt is that I don't know thirty forty ounces worth of gold. Yeah. And they said they didn't want it; they were going to give that to Jesse's His family. family. Yeah, that's awesome. And I mean, at two thousand dollars an ounce. Yeah, you know that's an eighty thousand dollar little payday there for him. Yeah, um, that's awesome to do. Yeah. 
I, I watched that show all the time. I did watch a little bit of that, but I'm I wasn't a huge fan of Dave. I like Dave. Dave's a he's a he's a good boss. He's a yeah. I'm not saying he's a good boss, but whenever he was with I, Hoffman, I, I, I didn't like Hoffman's crew. I didn't like Hoff, because of Hoffman. Even though he was the one that kind of was... He started the, the whole show. Yes. So I respect that, but everything he did mm. was a disaster. He... <laughs> Todd everything. Hoffman was... was He was just... Not a good boss. Not, not a good money manager. Not a good miner. Not a good prospector. And he brought in great people like Dave. And who was the other guy? Um, um, what you call it? It's with Parker. Yes. And he worked... He's the mechanic. He had one. And who won is well, with... Um, he brought in what's his name, Freddie. Freddie Dodge. Juan and Freddie Dodge are together now, yeah. and, they're, and they're rescuing mines. Yeah. Um, Todd could get a group of guys, but he couldn't communicate with them. Yeah, he couldn't and, lead them. No, and no. then he kept being the boss and picking bad places, and they just couldn't get it all together. So and they went to Guyana. That was a cool TV show, and yeah. I'm sure they made some money on the TV show, but it was it was a disaster. It was one disaster after another. Uh, I wouldn't have gone to Guyana. No. I mean, I know Parker did. Parker went down there, but he's not trying to. He's already made his money. They, well, they he's were doing in, that for adventure and fun. Well, that's to, like going to Australia. Exactly. He's doing it for adventure and fun, and maybe an investment if it happens. Well, they went to um, when they went to Guyana. They were trying to mine for diamonds instead of gold because they couldn't find any gold, yeah. and they found one little diamond, and then they had to change everything. I, remember, I watched all that shit. <laughs> We both watched it. <laughs> they so. should they should have went to the to the diamond mine in uh, Arkansas. They'd have found exactly. They'd have found way more better chance of getting and something saved a lot, a lot of money compared to what we did. Okay, we're at the end here, but I <laughs> wanted to look up the the person who hosted Parker in Australia. Remember the tall blonde, yeah, really cute girl. Um, her name is Tyler. It. That's yeah. what I said it was a one name thing that I kept thinking it was his name. Mm. His name's Parker though, but mm-hmm. they would say Tyler. Yeah, Tyler. I don't know it, what her last name is because I don't know why it's not coming up. Um, yeah, I don't know why I'm not getting her last name. It's just saying Tyler, but her name was Tyler, so or is Tyler. And if she wants to give us a call. We could hang out. We she could be on the podcast, Tyler, and we could get Parker. He's probably too expensive, to even or too busy. All right. Is. But Rick maybe could want to come on the show, and Tyler from Australia. And I like the girl who works for Rick. I don't know her name. Carla. Yeah, she went on that trip through the mountains with them. She was like a backpacking guide helping. She's them. A, she's a hard worker. She busts her butt. Mm-hmm. She's she's hardcore. So, okay, that was a this is the the, the gold rush episode apparently. Um, good name for it. Yeah, uh, it was a good one. So, you got anything to conclude that episode? Mm, no, I'm just um, what? keep digging. <laughs> yeah, keep digging, keep digging. We we did some gold mining up we, in Brandon's yeah, place, so yeah, that I that ties we, it all in. We found a couple of flakes, maybe of something it was fool's, fool's gold, gold. Who knows? But I was sitting there playing in the water while you were gold mining. <laughs> mining. I, I didn't think we'd find any gold. I was, I was panning. Yeah, I, I watched the show enough to know how to pan. Yeah, I watched it to watch you pan. <laughs> I, I wasn't going to spend my time doing it. Now, if you had found some real gold that I thought... <laughs> what, what would you have done if I pulled out like a quarter-sized note? I'd have been panning. Oh, I'd still be up there panning. We'd be digging that mountain up and not telling anybody. While we're making moonshine in the moonshine shed right next yes, to it. Yes, right there. I figured the moonshiners probably panned all day long. They got all that gold out of there. 
Maybe. Maybe. Okay, well, thanks for listening. We appreciate it. Uh, we'll talk to you next time. Check, don't forget to check us out on Facebook at Hardwood Boys. We got an Instagram, Hardwood Boys Instagram, something like that. Email. We got an email at hwboys2020 at gmail.com. And if you have any suggestions on what we talk about, what do you like, what you don't like, let us know. Tell out. Yeah. Did Brandon get picked up by the same UFO that has been? Maybe so. He right. said he was going to go look for it. I mean, I hadn't seen him, so no, I was just wondering. Brandon is not here. Brandon did say he saw Ben's truck driving down the road the other day, but I checked his house. His truck does have some potting soil in the back. And, but I think Luba must have gone to the store to get potting soil and use this truck. Sorry, Ben, if she's not allowed. <laughs> sorry, Lura. Ben, if you hear this, wherever you are. Um, sorry, Lura. Lura, I gave you away. But y'all, yeah, I'm sure you're allowed to use this truck. It's good. We can get some potting soil. But, uh, yeah, Ben is not back in town. Now, Brandon's gone. I said he was going to go look for him. But we'll see. I'm going to get Brandon to call. I'm maybe going to knock on the door here in a minute. We'll see if it goes So, we, we appreciate y'all. Keep your eyes tight. Keep your lines tight, keep your butts wet, keep your bottoms wet. Wear your life jacket. Wear your life jacket, as Brandon would say, safety third. I don't know if I always agree with that. But I do agree with staying hard.